Hello, friends. It's Jim Nance, and it's my great pleasure to welcome you to Beyond the Clubhouse, a podcast hosted by my friend Garrett Johnston. He is a testament to one of the great things about this sport, the friendships that come from playing or even just talking about the game. And you're going to meet some of the characters that Garrett has gotten to know from this past decade plus that he's been covering the sport. You're going to hear from players, caddies, members of the media. You're going to get the storytelling, the golf news, the player swing tips, and a whole lot of laughs. It's coming your way with this edition of Beyond the Clubhouse. Here's Garrett. All right, Jim Nance, thank you for the introduction. Mike Thomas, PGA teaching professional and father of... Justin Thomas is my guest today. Of course, they win. Team Thomas wins the BNC Championship, father-son in Orlando. And, of course, they played with Charlie Woods and Tiger Woods on Saturday. So many dynamics. Fun to watch that unfold there uh, on that very first day of the competition. I mean, that was just priceless stuff, right? Just the mannerisms of Charlie and Tiger. And just cool to see also Justin interacting with um, both Tiger and and with Charlie and, and Mike, of course, such a big part of what Justin is doing. We get into, of course, their takeaways and, and from winning that event. They blew it up, shoot 57 on Sunday to get it done. So we'll get into that. Before we do and, and visit here with Mike Thomas, I want to talk to you about Encore Golf. They are my sponsor here, EncoreGolf.com. They have a great golf ball, a number of golf balls, but the one that I've been uh, playing with recently is the Vero X1. It's a kind of a tour caliber golf ball. And I've gained not 10 yards. I've gained 12 yards now. As I was played uh, last Tuesday, I was lucky to play uh, here in Washington D.C. And this <laughs> the distance is increasing. I love it. You still have some feel though around the greens. It's a, a large core, so good for feel as well. But check it out, the Vero X1 golf ball from Encore Golf. Check them out on Twitter as well at Encore Golf. And uh, yeah, give them a try. I think you're really gonna like what they have. Gary Player's a part of that, Travis Fulton. There are a number of big names getting involved with Encore Golf. And so let's get to it here. Mike Thomas, PGA teaching professional and father of Justin Thomas. And they are, of course, the, the winners. Team Thomas, winners of the PNC Championship here on Beyond the Clubhouse. All right, well, joining me here, my next guest, Mike Thomas, and he's driving in the car with his wife. You guys have just won the PNC Father-Son Challenge. Of course, your wife caddies for you. What was the week like, Mike, uh, as you guys are driving now? Um, how, what are your takeaways? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we are just looking forward to playing some golf together. We don't get to do that very much anymore. So uh, it was great to play golf a couple of days with uh, – my son and then to have uh Jenny, my wife on the bag and, and, and be involved with all of it was uh you know made it extra cool to have all three of us out there Jenny, when i look at that picture that that justin posted on on instagram on that saturday after after that round and you see how much he said again it's a day he's going to remember for the rest of his life with of course tiger and charlie and just the camaraderie of that group what was that like for you to watch for you Mike I mean you know capturing those moments it's rare that you see both 
that that special of a group, you and Justin, but joined by Tiger and Charlie, and there's so much history with you guys, of course. Yeah, I mean, we're fortunate. Uh, as nervous as I was yesterday uh, <laughs> at the beginning, uh, you know, Tiger has treated us very kindly over the years. I've gotten to know some pretty well. I teach him some, and uh, so I think that made it a little bit easier. You know, if I had never been around them at all, that would have been uh, been a very intimidating experience. But uh, it was great, and, and he made us all comfortable. And you know, I mean, he's very friendly to Janie. It's just all it, it worked out great. It worked out great. Well, we see. We you mentioned Charlie and. and teaching him here over the years recently what do you feel like seeing charlie play yesterday the, the whole world hadn't really seen him play that much but but what did you make of, of how he played in his very first round of course making eagle on his own ball i mean did anything surprise you at all mike uh no no i mean he's he's really good um you know, I mean, nothing that he does really surprises me. He's got a lot of talent. Uh, he's got just tremendous uh, golf smarts and golf skills. Uh, but, you know, he's just 11. And the cool thing about him is, you know, he, he even though he's way beyond 11 in his golfing years, you know, he is just 11. He's a, he's a cute little kid. He's very polite. Uh, I mean, you can't say enough about him. Mm. Well, what were the, uh, I mean, I know you guys are all competitive. The, you know, Thomas versus Johnston, or uh, excuse me, Thomas versus Woods is very competitive. What was the, the trash talk like, I guess, on Saturday? Any kind of fun moments that stand out in that way at all? Yeah. There was a lot of, uh, you know, there was a lot of just back and forth. I mean, Justin and Tiger go at each other all the time, and Charlie's not afraid to mix it up with somebody at age 11. He's not afraid to you know, mix it up either, and, uh, and, and we, you know, all four of us were kind of kneeling each other throughout the day, but, you know, it's also, we were just having an enjoyable time. Definitely. Well, and I had heard on the broadcast that um, Charlie had been using blades, is that, like, what, up until, what, last week or last month? Last week. He's used what? I had heard that Tiger, or excuse me, that that Charlie had been using blades, bladed irons, up until uh, oh, like yeah. a week or, or a month ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still got some pretty small cavity backs in his bag. Yeah, but if you hit in the center, it doesn't matter what you're using. <laughs> oh my gosh! With Charlie, yeah, he's got that. But what do you feel are a couple of his biggest strengths, Mike? You spent a lot of time with him. I mean, he, he's eleven. He's eleven. No, he, he's. He's got a lot of talent. He's got a lot of heart, a lot of guts. Um, you know, I mean, he's but but he's eleven. I mean, who knows what he's going to be doing when he's fifteen years old? Yeah, there's so many different things. Of course, with school, once once things get normalized with COVID, I'm sure. Um, how special though for you and Justin to make that walk to go, to shoot 57 um, against these other pros? I mean, how special was it though for you guys? Yeah, I mean, our, you know, our goal today was just go out and make as many birdies as we can. Uh, you know, we never thought about winning, didn't talk about winning. We just wanted to try to make as many birdies as we can. And, uh, you know, really at the end of the day, it was just about spending time out there with Justin and my wife on the bag and 
I think for the three of us, really, that was the focus more so than how the tournament turned out. It just turned out the way it did. Definitely, yeah. Well, you're you're a teacher, of course, at Harmony Landing. You're always teaching, Mike. You're going to go back there and, and be teaching on Monday and Tuesdays. It never ends. It's Christmas week, but you got a busy schedule. For you and, and Justin, as you look at this off time, like, what is kind of the the hope for for the 2021? Kind of looking ahead, is it like a certain aspect of the game, or kind of how do you take stock of things? Yeah, I mean, certainly, uh, you know, with the holidays coming up, Justin won't, won't do anything the next uh, five or six days. I, I would say just before we leave for Maui, uh, you know, we'll just try to get things fine-tuned. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a fine line, and we just got to clean a few things up there, you know, a couple short irons closer to the hole, make a few more putts. But, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to get things ready to have a huge uh, 2021. Yes. Well, what do you feel with, with Justin's game? Like, what would you call his biggest strength or his couple biggest strengths at the moment? Number three player in the world. You kind of know what he's capable of, you know? Well, I mean, you know, his biggest strength is obviously hits a solid most every time, and that's a very underrated, uh, you know, attribute of a, of a good player. I mean, when you hit a solid all the time, it takes a lot of, misses out of the equation and uh, really besides his, his uh, consistency of contact it's just uh, you know his heart and his desire to succeed is a uh, is a huge quality that you know keeps him focused keeps him in the gym keeps him eating right and uh, you know trying to you know his goal is be number one and stay number one for a while that takes a lot of work is it hard for him, do you feel like, sometimes, just um, expectations on himself? Does he put a lot of pressure on himself to get to that number one, you feel like? Or? Oh, yeah, no, no question. I mean, any, anybody that is at that level, I mean, they're hard on themselves. That, that's why they got to that level. And uh, he has huge expectations of himself, as, as the entire team around him does. And uh, we just try to look at the processes of, what we have to do better to, you know, reach those goals. Definitely. Well, I would love to see Justin win the Masters just probably more than anybody. I remember calling you and Janny when you guys were driving down to your first Masters in 2016. Right. Doing that story right. there for the Louisville paper. Um, yeah. But, you know, but I, I did make a point recently, though, that, you know, I feel like he may not be a number one pick going into Augusta typically just because he doesn't have the numbers of top tens that other players have. You know what I mean, Mike? Like, it, it hasn't been a huge successful place for him. Like, what do you think that, you know, the Masters, I guess, uh, the key would be going ahead to the Masters? Um, no, I, on the contrary, I think it's been a very successful place. He went from, I don't know, 50th to 30th to 12th to 4th. I mean, I don't know if those are exact finishes, but uh, Augusta is a very different place where you really have to have a lot of course knowledge out there. And that's why you don't see people have early success early on. And, uh, you know, I, I think that he has continually improved there. I think he's very comfortable there. He loves it there. Uh, I mean, I, I would say that that is determined very much that uh, he's likely to win. You know, hopefully multiple times. I mean, it fits his, it, it fits his eye. He loves it. And he's up for that moment. So, yeah, I, I would 
I would say that's uh, definitely something that we're looking to accomplish. Definitely. It would be great to see you guys accomplish that. And hey, when you get a chance, do tell Justin that I would love to see him win the green jacket. And, and my comment recently, right after the Masters, was just more that, hey, he may not be the number one pick going in based on on his record being, you know, 50th and outside of the top 10 so much. But definitely would love to see him get it done. He would be a super popular Masters champion. I'm sure it would be huge for you guys uh, as well to have that opportunity. I, I just wanted to wrap up here with some cool kind of quick fire questions uh, about you guys at home when you're relaxing. Like, you know, we have the holidays coming up. When you guys want to unwind, uh, is it Amazon Prime or uh, when you're watching Netflix, what's a go-to show for, for the Thomases? Oh, uh, Jeannie and I's shows are quite different. Uh, Jeannie's going to watch a Christmas show, a family show. I'll let her throw out a couple titles there. We both watched Yellowstone together. That was great. <laughs> we, yeah, we watched Yellowstone on Netflix. That was good. But I, I'm more likely to watch uh, either a crime or a war show. You know, military channel and Jeannie's watching Friends or uh, a Christmas show. But I'll, I'll watch a Christmas show with her. If it's Christmas vacation or something like that. <laughs> Chevy Chase, we're going way back now to the classics of the 80s. Yeah. I, I tend to go, I love Wonderful Life. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. But yeah, and also too, off the course, what about music? Like, you guys drive a lot in the car. What, you know, what are some, some favorite musicians for you guys? Well, Jeannie's uh, not, uh, not a music person. Uh, I am. I'm going to listen to... Uh, Either some hard rock, some hard country with a lot of guitar, or blues. I like Stephen Ray Vaughan, uh, Tinsley Ellis. Uh, I like a lot of, probably, not the, the Stephen Ray Vaughan obscure, but I, I like a lot of, you know, a lot of, uh, probably a little more obscure musicians than a lot of people have heard of, but uh, I probably have 4,000 songs on my phone, so <laughs> I got a deep, deep song library. Oh, man, uh, so many good ones, I'm sure. Hey, before I let you go, a, a quick, quick segment about instruction. I always ask players when I have them on, what do they do in their pre-round routine to get ready for a round of golf, right? So, like, on the range, chipping, putting. W with Justin and his pre-round routine, what is, how long does that tend to be, and what can we as weekend golfers learn from it, Mike? It's typically... Uh typically about 50 minutes feel for the speed goes through a couple checkpoints of uh, you know, checking the start line or his putt starting online uh, then he does some speed stuff to make sure he's rolling the speed he wants to then he'll go and hit some chips uh, bunker shots, chips pitches and so forth yes. and then uh, goes to the range uh, for about uh, 20, 20 minutes something like that, 25 minutes Go to the putting green, hit about five more putts, and head to the first tee. Where do you want him to be, I guess, mentally on, on the range in those 20-plus minutes? Like, you know, where do you want to get to? Is there a certain, like, A to B kind of thing? or? Yeah, no, I mean, he, he knows, you know, how he's hitting that We just kind of sort through, you know, how do you feel? Uh, if something's off a little bit, we try to identify a feeling that gives him the shot that he wants. And, uh... You know, we just kind of get comfortable with what we're doing. Any particular, like, training aids or assistance like that that, uh, that help? Uh, yeah, we use a lot of training aids, but 
we'll use those Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Come come Thursday morning, we're not using any training dates. Definitely. And what would be your tip just overall, Mike, to the weekend golfer at home? You know, we only get out there on Saturday or Sunday. But if we have 20 minutes when we get to the course, how should we spend that time before we tee off? I would uh, spend a lot more time chipping and putting. That, that's what the average golfer does, does so poorly is uh, they, they don't chip and putt enough. Uh, if you only had 20 minutes, I would probably putt for 10 I would chip for five, and I'd hit balls for five. But, you know, you got to stretch and everything before you get out there so that you're good to go before you get to the first tee. Definitely. And I guess with those ten minutes of putting, is it just, like, dialing the speed? Like, any certain, like, uh, drills for that? or? Yeah, you want to, you know, definitely want to dial in your speed. A lot of long, long and mid-range putts to make sure you have the right speed. And then a lot of short putts to make sure you're starting the ball in line. Gotcha. Great stuff, Mike. I'm so happy for you guys. The Thomas family, you guys get the win today. Uh, congratulations, and hey, thanks, guys, for being on uh, Beyond the Clubhouse podcast with me. Glad to have you. See you. Great stuff, guys. See you soon. All right, my thanks to Mike Thomas for joining me here, and this is an emergency edition of the pod. I mean, I literally was in the car and I had worked a Washington football game today, and uh, I was there all day. I was up most of the night, barely slept. But you know what? I, I, I wanted to get something in for you guys so you could hear some really interesting takes on what it was like inside the ropes for Mike and for Justin, of course, he being with Justin and them playing together. A father-son winner in their debut, they were. Team Thomas gets it down to 25 under par. So hope you guys liked it. hope it was a good insight on, on what Justin's doing as a player and also Charlie and and tiger and anyway merry christmas to everybody i got some really good stuff coming up here we got another good guest uh following up on this topic as well that you're gonna love uh coming up as well so anyway i'm exhausted you can probably hear that in my voice but thank you for joining me here on beyond the clubhouse and i'm sure we will catch up again very soon this week